Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. I've got to go get a like a stool or something because you know all the hit pastors like to sit on stools. But once I get a nice bench, bench stool, I think I'll go to the uh, Salvation Army today and get a stool. So today um, we're going to talk about we're going to remember my mom a little bit, which was not even the honestly was not the plan. Surprise, surprise. Um, but one of the reasons I want to talk to you guys about this is um, this is my favorite <laughs> summer hat. Coops my head from when I get to hide from the paparazzi. Um, one, of the, one of the reasons I wanted, well, it's okay if you have to leave early today because we've got podcasts. This will be taped. You can watch it again. Um, so... You know, we talked about Steve, and so I wasn't planning on on sharing anything about my mom today. Um, and and so I started. I was taking notes. I was taking notes and uh, thinking about like all the heat and all the how the world just seems to be going insane. You know how the inf inflation and greed and things like that are making life harder and harder on a ton of us. Um, and just, you know, finances and just, it's tough. It's really, really freaking tough. And I had written down in my notes, I keep, I have like, I went and got a bunch of like tiny notebooks on sale and, they're all like this. They're all different colors, and I have them all over the house so I can write down thoughts. Um, and I was just writing down, like, heat, and, you know, why is everything expensive? World gone mad. And then I wrote, I can do all things through Christ that strengthen me. And what does that mean for us? And, um, and then I started thinking about my mom's favorite verses. <laughs> I thought, oh, that's one of my mom's favorite verses. And then I thought of another one of my mom's favorite verses. And um, July 20th was the 16-year anniversary of my mom's passing. And that was, oh, God, that was awful. One day, uh, one day I'll be able to tell that full story. Um, I think I did a little bit in the doc we're working on, but one day I think too I'll be able to really tell the full story um, in a book one day because it was just it was it was really a bad it just was really bad it was really tough um, you know my memories I'll give you just a quick brief quick quick brief thing of mine as I was supposed to go see my mom that day and. Uh, 
I was actually sitting on my stoop. You may have heard this story before um, in New York uh, and in Brooklyn and uh, sitting on my stoop waiting for a car to come um, pick me up to take me to the airport. And I just got, I got a call from Roe saying, you know, your mom passed away. And then, um, then my sister called, you know, so that was what a, what a weird time that was. Um, yeah. And so I had to sit on the plane and act like everything was okay for a few hours. So we lost quite a, you know, my mom was pure life to me. She was pure, just pure life. Uh, quite a wonderful human being. Um, you know, and I know people celebrate her and love her, and she touched a lot of lives. And it's really funny because she could be quirky. She could even be cheesy at times. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, she was, you know, she was what she was. She was... It's funny is when I think when, when she was most, like when she was tired and had to do stuff, that was maybe when she was insincere, but I, I, that was rare. It was rare to see my mom like have to like put, 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 on, the, put on a happy face. Um, she was my friend, my buddy. Like we shopped together and we hung out together and we went to the mall together and we would have these great conversations at the food court. Um, it's funny because back then Chick-fil-A was just a little place in the mall that nobody really thought twice about, you know. Um, and we would sit in the Chick, we'd go get the Chick-fil-A and sit and have little conversations and, or we'd go to Pizza Hut and uh, she'd cut my pizza for me. And we would have all these little, I mean, it just started out. That's how it started out. I was like, little kid. And we always had conversations. And I don't know if she ever even planned it like that, but it was just how it happened, you know. Um, we weren't together all the time, you know. I mean, she was very busy, but we always had time to talk when we were together. And we always had the best time. And then we would both be completely worn out and go back to her house or my, our house you know, and go do our own things. And that just continued on until the day she passed. So she was um, not just my mom, which she was was wonderful mom um, most of the time, but she was a mom. So, you know, there were times where she was a terror and frightening. Um, but she was, she was, I don't know. She was a lot of fun to be around, you know? Um, and I always loved that. I always loved being just with her, not, you know, not being on TV with her or doing things like that. I mean, we did some things. She helped Revolution out a few times and came when we were at, um, the masquerade in, in Atlanta. She came and did a few fundraisers for us, which was really, really cool. She, you know, she really believed in my work and her husband, Roe, really believed in my work. And that was really incredible to have those two like standing with me and believing in, in, in what I was doing and, and, and being proud of what I was doing and being proud of, of what the whole staff of Revolution was doing. She just was really incredible there. Um, so, yeah. yeah. You know, it was mom. And it's funny to see, you know, you see everything and how much she meant to people. It, is, it just blows my mind still like 16 years after she passed away. 
and reading the comments, like on, especially on Instagram um, and Facebook. I mean, there's just hundreds of comments and just what she meant to people uh, is very similar to what she meant to me. And I love that. So today I'm just going to share a few little things about my mom uh, that, that really, just really a couple of a few of her very favorite verses. And the reason I wanted to do that, it was not just because of the anniversary of her death. It was just because I feel like the world is, is really heavy right now. It's a very heavy place. You know, it's a really tough, tough place to be. And um, I think we're all just, the fact that we're all holding on and staying sane is, is quite amazing. You know, when we have like this government that acts like nothing to see here, nothing to see here, no, no global warming to see here, no ultra rich to see here, no, you know, no, the fact that you guys, no one can barely afford rent or food, nothing to see here, you know, acting like everything's okay is uh, pretty insane. And then distracting us with like weird, you know, scandals that, you know, they think they can keep us, whatever, you know, keep us distracted and not realize that we're all like really suffering and all one paycheck away. Most of us, not all of us, but a lot of us are one paycheck away or one emergency away or one, you know, trip to the hospital away from losing everything, right? Um, no, I'm not sure we're staying sane. I think maybe we've, 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 our coping mechanisms is that we've become un insane by being able to cope with all this stuff and not screaming at the TV. Um, I think if anybody sees me on social media, they know they can see my reaction is, is like, let's just get rid of all of them and, and, and get something new going. Um, but here, listen, let's, let's look at a couple of these verses that my mom really liked and see if they make any sense for us now. But um, I also was really cool is I have this Bible that my mom had since the 60s. And it was this little red Bible. And it was really neat to read some of her stuff. I, I, I kind of kept that for myself because it's really special. And um, Oh, this is cute. Look, I just found a note from my kids in my Bible. Um, so the first one. Funny thing is, usually I write in my notes what I'm going to read. And I think I forgot to write down the one. Oh, no, I put the put a bookmark. I didn't really take notes today. It just all came to my, my head. Um, so one is Philippians. So Philippian over to Philippians. <laughs> we should read Philippians. It's really short. We should just do one or two sermons. Two gatherings, I mean, on Philippians. Um, one of her, her uh, favorite verses in, uh, was in Philippians 4.10. It goes, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now that last you have received your concern for me, at least that, uh, that I have received your concern for me. But I know you had no opportunity to show it. Not that I am referring to being in need, for I have learned to be content with whatever I have. I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. In all these circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well-fed or going hungry. I have plenty, and I'm bearing... I have having plenty and of being in need. 
I can do all things through him who strengthens me. In any case, it was kind of you to share in my distress. And she really loved that part 13, which is in other versions is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And it goes on to say, in any case, it was kind of you to share in my distress. And so for my mom, you know, she grew up the youngest, I mean, the oldest of eight kids, dirt poor, bathroom outside, you know. Um, the bathtub was like boiling water. and stuff. So she had nothing. She'd come from nothing, you know, met my dad and they struggled. And she said that when they were on, when they would go do their puppet shows across the country, that they would always look at the menus. It was looking at the prices. Um versus the <laughs> food, like they would order by price, not by food, you know, and live on bologna sandwiches and all that. And then they made it. They made it huge and they became famous and then they got villainized for it and then they lost everything and dad went to prison and they divorced. And, you know, so my mother knew these kind of ups and downs. And so what I think is interesting for my mother is that she really knew what it was like to be, you know, to do all things through Christ, you know, to be hated through Christ, to be celebrated, to be poor, to be rich. I mean, when she was taking care of me, you know, we were lucky enough to have a family who owned a home in Orlando and rented it to us super cheap, you know, and I was able to live a life that probably we couldn't otherwise afford because people cared about us and were great and helpful to us. And I ended up being best friends with the uh, son of that family, um, and still are to this day. Um, so my mom really knew, you know, and here I was, uh, terror for my mother, you know. I, I saw the other day that it had been 31 years since Lollapalooza, and I remember tripping on acid, going to Lollapalooza. I was drinking, sneaking out of the house. She had to put a lock on my bedroom window, you know. I was kind of crazy, but... She still did her best and still did her best to show compassion because she also knew that I was also going through this with her, you know, that I was also suffering with her. And she gave me allowances. I think she made room for me to be a little bit wild and a little bit crazy because she also knew that, you know, hey, he's a kid. He's going through a lot. Because I remember she said she would be on the phone with my dad and my dad would be like, he just needs a good beating or he just needs to be in restriction or you just need to take away everything from him, you know? And my mom would be like, you know, Jim, you have no idea what it's like for us going through this out here without you. And I always uh, grateful that I did not have to live in fear and anxiousness around my mother because she knew what it was like to be going through this type of thing. And I think that's what it means when she like, wrote here, I can do all, when, 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 when she wrote, when Paul wrote, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He was actually, this was a prison verse. You know, he, he was at the bottom of his life. You know, he was, this wasn't like, I can buy a Cadillac through Christ who strengthens me, <laughs> you know, or I can get the new, I won't remember preachers and sneakers. I don't know if that's around anymore, but, you know, I can get the new Air Jordan 5s through Christ who strengthens me, you know. Um, but it's the, I can, I can go through anything. And I think part of Christ that strengthens me for me would be like um, loving your neighbor as yourself, but also loving yourself and showing compassion um, and, and trying your best to pray for those who, who, who try to 
to hurt you and, and try to understand them and, and that whole arguing well thing. I know it seems, um, sometimes it seems uh, almost naive for a lot of us, to, for those believing in those scriptures. And I see a lot of Christians mock it. I see a lot of um, people mock that. Um, but my mom had a very simple, my, you know, my mom had a very simple understanding of Christianity, but it was very beautiful, and I think it shined through in a really strong way for people. And I think that's why there's films, and uh, I got to see Elton John's play in London about her. You know, I think that's why there, she's remembered the way she is, is because she took those things like this, I can do all things through Christ that strengthened me. And the idea of, you know, loving your enemies extremely seriously and, 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 and lived it and breathed it and showed it to people. And um, even if there was naivete, a part of that, she saw something different. She saw those verses, and I think almost in a way that a great philosopher would see those verses. Um, you know, a great, maybe even a great theologian would, would see those verses, is that she just, she saw them in their depth and applied that depth to her life um, with all her strength and all of her might. And I'm grateful to have a mother like that and a friend like that. And, and she did that. And I remember one time when I was, I had to give up and give this talk, one of my first talks. I must have been, I think I was 18, just starting revolution with my friends. And I had to give this talk in front of like thousands of people and, um, and talk about revolution and talk about, you know, my life. And she had said this great line. She said, you know, Jamie, we used to, we used to say, you know, you can make it. That was our big thing. You can make it. You can make it. And she used to say, you know, we said you can make it through faith because we had everything at the time. We were really doing well. And when that song, when I was singing that song, you know, we had a great, you know, a big house and, 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 and security guards and fame and you know and 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 she goes you know so we were really saying that in a in a, in a faithful way you know and she's like but now we know after we went through all this scandal and dad and prison and stuff that you know and and losing so much that now we can say you can make it through experience you know and she believed that even up to the very end you know um even to her last moment you know she was uh <laughs> saying, you know, you can make it, you know, even through death. And there's something, I mean, a satire, satire, I always get the my philosopher's names. Are, I've been trying to read him lately and Kierkegaard and everybody. And a lot of the time of the basic, what they're trying to tell me is, is these type of strange, like in-depth things using all these uncomplicated words and theories and ideas and stories and it was something that my mother was able to kind of bring to the world in a very simplistic way and uh, through the Bible and through her love for Jesus. I mean, she really loved Jesus. She was a Christian through and through. And um, she really loved people. She kind of, those the two most important commandments, my mom nailed them. Um, and anybody who came across her, who's come to know her or read her work or, or, or seen her work, I think mostly have come better for that. I, I, I've really only had a few 
horrible people since she passed away come out to me. And one was on, one really scarred me. One was on um, Twitter. There was a person from Twitter, and they were uh, from Princeton uh, Seminary, and they really scarred me. They really said some cruel, cruel things, and someone wrote a really horrific, uh, not horrific, but a really mean article, and they shared that article with me and, and just really went full force on tearing my mother's legacy apart and it was very painful and not right it was it was misguided but that's what people do people are freaking cruel and surprised christians <laughs> this was just a liberal christian i mean just christians in general we can be just horrifically cruel people and it makes no sense it's like we have like this like oh i have a past <laughs> jesus pass i am forgiven and you're a dick you know it's like what <laughs> And my mom never saw things that way, and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the simplicity of that. Um, another, I'm going to share with you a card that my mom sent to me before she passed away in a few minutes. But, you know, so if you hold on, you'll be able to see that. Um, another one of her verses, and I read this, you know, at, a, at her funeral. Um, Just such a devastating time. I was so grateful that my friend, um, Pastor Randy, was there um, because it was, um, I had to find a pastor last minute to come do our, do our, <laughs> do the, do the funeral. Like nobody knew anything. I mean, it was just, everything was crazy. You know, we had to fly out to Missouri and, and where she had spent the last few months of her life out there. Um, but I read this. This is one of her favorite verses. And so I'm going to share it with you too. And I think you'll notice that there's a theme of why maybe my mom was so encouraging and why she loved people uh, the way she did. And um, it, it's pretty cool when you kind of see the depth between like the like the kind of kitschy, like, oh, Tammy Faye's kitschy and eyelashes and pink and that. And the, but then you also see like this beautiful depth that carries that with us. And I think that's the best part. Um, she wrote, um, what then are we to say? Uh, she wrote, Paul wrote, <laughs> Freudian slip there, eh? What then are we to say about these things? If God is for us, who is against us? He who did not withhold his own son, but gave him for all of us, will not with him also give us everything else? Who will bring any charge against God's elect? Now, she was free will, so she wasn't thinking predestination for this. She wasn't that type of way of thinking. It is God who justifies, who is to condemn. It is Christ Jesus who died. Yes, who was raised who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us, who still separates us from the love of, who, who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are all being killed this day long. We are all being accused, we are all being accounted as sheep to the slaughter. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And that was like her, her, like one of her major life verses. You know, it was a thing that drove her like, you know, 
and she'd been condemned. She'd been a poor little girl with, you know, barely able to afford shoes and, you know, living with an outhouse and no new poverty in real, the real actual poverty was. Most of us would, will, will never know. Um, and she knew of the heights of something that a lot of us will never know. I was a kid, so I didn't know it as well as they did. But, um, and she knew what it was like to be yelled at in the streets and, you know, being made fun of on Saturday Night Live and every late night show. Um, you know, I was just, I was like fighting and trying to defend my mom. I, I could imagine what it would be like to be made fun of for my appearance every night on television. Um, you know, that's the strange thing is I never got any legalism from my mom. You know, legalism from my dad, yeah. Like my dad would sometimes just get this like really weird thing in him where he would just be like, that's of the devil, you know what I mean? Like it would just be like all of a sudden he felt like he needed to be religious, like he wasn't being religious enough so he needed to fill his like legalistic quota. But, um, and it wasn't a lot, but it happened with him sometimes. But my mom never really had this like legalistic thing. Like she was never hell-minded, to be honest with you. Um, and I... I, I I really wish I could have asked her if she believed in hell uh, before she passed. We never had that conversation. But her life spoke louder than that. Her life always, love was always the wood. And I think the next, the following verses show that. Um, what, what's right after that, which obviously she must have read, is, For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things pres present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. You know, and, and, and so in the, new, in the New Living, I think it says the, the depths of hell, the gates of hell will not be able to separate us from Christ our Lord. So this is the type of way that she thought and lived. So when people go like, well, what would Tammy Faye do? <laughs> you know, um, I gave my, my friend Christy G., uh, she made a, a, a what would Tammy Faye do button and sent it to me and I gave it to the actress who was playing my mom uh, in London when I got to go to London which was just such a treat and I'm so grateful to like all the folks at the that that play and, and the Tammy Faye play and just they were just incredibly kind to me and, and for Elton John and his his husband you know those guys David were just great um so I gave her that button. Um, but these are the, these were like these simple verses, the simple things that really drove my mom, you know, was this idea is that we're just more than conquerors. We can do all things. We can suffer well. We can have little and live well. And we can have a lot and live well. And she did what she needed to do to get by, you know. My dad, her were first married. She worked at Woolworths, you know. And, uh, you know, she did what she did to get by and to live a life, and to live a life that would continuously express the love of Christ. When Larry King was the one who announced my mother's death, um, he, he said, you know, Tammy Faye is in, the, is, is in the arms of her loving God tonight, you know, and that was really beautiful. And when uh, Timothy called me to tell me that... Um, that Steve had passed away, he goes, you know, Steve has gone to be with your mother. 
today. And how interesting is that? You know, how, how beautiful is that? It's not like, oh, you want to be with Jesus. You know, it was like, you know, you and, um, you know, Steve and your mom are, are together. And uh, it doesn't really matter what you believe. I mean, if, 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 if um, you know, Larry King can say that, why can't we just rest in that beauty? You know, the simplicity of some of that. Um, must we deconstruct it all? And must we shit on everything? I mean, I just don't understand how everything... I'm a very negative person. I was diagnosed with double depression. I'm very, like, which is such a weird thing to have, you know? And um, I would love to write a book about my mom. Um, but anyhow... What I wanted to share with you as I, I kind of look back at my mom. and What I want to do, too, is part of this is not for me to just like, oh, remember my mom, um, too, but is, 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 the, is, is advice. The advice that she gave is that, you know, we used to, you know, you can make it. You know, you can learn to live on little and you can learn. And I think there's millions of people out there who show that to us every day. You know, I mean, look what we're all having to do to just try to exist. Um, you know, I mean, honestly, I would not be in this apartment if, if, if I didn't have somebody who was helping me here. I would not be able to do the work I do if it wasn't for you folks watching. Um, like, uh, you know, if it wasn't for you folks who helped donate to revolution and make revolution reality, I wouldn't be able to spend my week reading philosophy and theology and taking my kids to, to do the things that they have to do, day camps and, and, and all that stuff, and, and, and feeding them and making them food and putting them to bed and doing all this stuff that I'm lucky enough to be able to be with my kids. If it wasn't for folks like you supporting what we do, you know, it's just that's just the reality of it, you know. And I don't take that for granted ever, you know. I've, 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 and I've learned how to live on very little and, and, and still be, but, you know, still be able to do the work I love. And, and that might not always be, but that's okay. Because through Christ, I am more than a conqueror. <laughs> um, so this is, this is a card, a birthday card my mom sent. She always sent me the sweetest birthday cards. So here is this birthday card my mom sent me. It's a puppy. And um, I had had a chocolate lab at the time. And, um, and uh, so this is, you know, she, and she would always put kissy lips <laughs> and cover them with clear tape. Um, and I always loved that. And uh, she always told me this, and she would call me usually every morning on my birthday and um, tell me this too. She goes, I bought, I bought, um, I bought the, I brought the most beautiful baby I'd ever seen home on Christmas Eve. <laughs> we put you in the bassinet in the living room, by the Christmas tree, Tammy Sue put her hands on you and prayed that Jesus would come into your heart. <laughs> you have become such a wonderful man. I am so proud of you, my son. It took lots of praying that it was worth. It took a lot of praying, but it was worth it. Ha ha! She writes, because <laughs> I was kind of a terror of a teenager. You. You and mom have spent some wonderful times together that I cherish. I am so glad you're mine 
And Amanda's, that was my ex, first ex-wife. I love you, honey. May this be your greatest year yet. Uh, working for the Lord. Love, Mom and Ro. Um, this was 2002. And um, before she passed away, um, well, she was sick in 2006 and the cancer had come back. I'd... Um, You know, and I, so I asked her to write in a Bible for me. She, 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 her and Ro would always take me to like the family Christian bookstore and let me pick out whatever Bible I wanted, no matter what the price was. <laughs> and I got this one, and it was a new American standard, and I actually wanted the newer SV, and I didn't want to tell her. But it also had like the, the things, but I was, I was like, oh, like, oh, they got the wrong one. And I was like, oh, I might should take this back and get the right one. And then I said, you know what, no. I'm going to have my mom write something in this. And I said, Mom, I want you to write something in this for me. And um, and, uh, and I said, I'm probably not going to read it until you pass. And I said, which could be soon or could be 20 years. Who knows? And I said, could just, I would just love to have something. And I'm just going to read you a little bit of it. Just a small midget. I, I'll, you know, say, trying to save the rest for myself. Also, it's in cursive, so um, for for people with dyslexia, that's a quite a thing. But she wrote in here, and I want I want you guys to 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 hear this, hear this loud. This was her advice to her son. Um, Never look back. Regret means nothing. They, regrets mean nothing. They are just a waste of time, a valuable time. Always be you. I love your tattoos and your funny, soft little mustache that tickles me when you kiss me goodbye. <laughs> and so no regrets. <laughs> Even Tammy Faye had no regrets. She always said those were a waste of time. So yeah, that's that was my message for my mom, and that's kind of today remembering mom and and here I'll just one more time share some sweet kisses with you from my sweet mama. Um, so I guess you can see where I get my concepts of grace and love and 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 arguing well and disagreeing well and trying to bring people together so we can really make a great change. Um, because that's the foundation I was raised with. And um, you'll be glad to know that it wasn't for the cameras and it wasn't bullshit, you know? I mean, I did see her doubt. You know, near the end, I saw moments where she was crying out to why has God forsaken me? I did see those moments. Um, but ultimately, at the very end, she just accepted what was happening, you know? So she had moments and doubts and pains just like anybody else just like Jesus, actually. Um, but that's where I get it. So it's hard because I've also got like the melancholy of my father as well mixed in. Um, so here you go. And then I've got the rest of what's just me. But I'm grateful for her and I celebrate my mom's life today. Um, and uh, I celebrate a really hard faith that's really screwed up a lot of people. But for some reason, my mom grabbed the hold of and just 
ignored the bullshit and took the rest, you know? It was like going into an AA meeting. Sometimes I would hear people say, you know, take what you need and leave the rest. And I feel like my mom did that in a really beautiful way. And, you know, some people would be like, that's not biblical, but, you know, Jesus said, they'll know you for your love for one another. That's how they'll know you belong to me. And I think a film and a play and books and the way people remember my mom is they remember her for her love for the others. And I think um, that says it all. So you can be a you know theologian or any like preacher or anything else, and you can try to say what you want to say. But you know, hey, I've got the proof here, and this is what it says. And oh well, you know, you know, or you can take your degree and put it. All right, folks. Thank you. Um, did someone say I was being conceited? I don't know. <laughs> I missed that. That's okay. I don't know. Um, people think my parents are criminals. Whatever. You know, I can't. We've survived through that darkness. You know what? And if you want to judge them, judge them. Judge away. Have a good time. Be angry if you need to be angry. Um, be horrible if you need to be horrible, you know. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's, that's not my worries now. So if you want to say things about them, feel free to say things about them. People hate my dad like nobody's business. And here I am just trying to have a conversation with the man, you know. Um, because he's my dad. Loss is tough. I don't know what's jaded people so much, what's made people so cruel. I, I really hope that that's why we can disagree well and, and help free people from their judgments and from their cruelties, you know? Um, help people to have some sort of sympathy or empathy. And I know the church is a cruel, cruel place. You know, that's why we don't call ourselves a church. I mean, I think it's cruel on both sides. I think all these rules and regulations of what, it is, what you're supposed to be in these hoops are ridiculous. Um, really, you know, it gets tiring after a while. But I, I, you know, try to remember that, you know, like with my mom, there's times where I want to give up. Hell, you know, a few years ago, I tried to take my own life. And now when I feel that way, you know, I do things like I just take a nap, <laughs> try to get a good night's sleep, go see a therapist, call a friend. Um, often a friend ends up calling me, you know. My, my friends, though, they always end up... <laughs> Spot, their spider sense tingles and I get a call or a text, usually a text or a DM, and we have a good conversation. Listen, if you like what we're doing, you can go to revolutionchurch.com and you can donate there. My, um, I talked to my, our, our guys who do our finances in New York the other day and um, I went through this like six months of not getting paid because one of our guys was really sick and we didn't know it and he just wasn't doing it. And luckily I was working on another job. So I was able to survive off that. And now they want to try to pay me back. But he's like, I don't know. He's like, you need to try to raise finances a little bit to bring in money. So um, 
Uh, yeah, people always need a scapegoat, right? Um, people always looking for a scapegoat. We want a scapegoat because it makes us feel better and then we don't have to take responsibility for the horrible shit that goes on, you know? And, and it's funny because like as a Democrat, you know, as a liberal, I'm like, well, it's always the Republicans' faults. But now that I've grown and studied and read more and researched things more, you know, you realize like, oh man, the Democrats are just as greedy, you know? They just, they're just better on issues of minorities and things like that. But ultimately they're just as greedy and, and, and own money and, 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 you know, own stock and war machines and things like that, you know? It's weird. Like... Everybody's an asshole, so let's hold on to it when we cannot be assholes, and let's hold on to it when we can be compassionate and loving. Let's hold on to those people and celebrate those people. I think that's why we look back now and see how important my mom was when people weren't really, um, people weren't really like, um, You know, it's like I remember Joe Strummer passing out flyers to get, try to get people to come to his, his show at the end of his life, you know, and now he's dead and he's celebrated, you know. And my mom, you know, at the end of her life, you know, people weren't, weren't celebrating her life either, you know, and it takes sometimes people to pass. But let's try to celebrate people before they're gone. Let's try to remember the good things they do before they're gone. I don't know why we do that and why we take for granted people when they're still here, you know. Let's not do that, you know? Um, so I'm grateful for my mom and I'm grateful even for my father and, and, and all that crap, even though me and my dad don't ever see eye to eye anymore. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm having to learn how to show grace to someone who's that close to me. Anyway, Revolution could use your support. Revolutionchurch.com. You can go Venmo and you can go to YouTube. We really could use your support. Um, to do this work, and we will continue this work. And some people say, thank you for continuing the work of your mother. And yes, that is part of it. And part of it is also trying to continue the work of a lot of other people and continue my own work, which is bringing people together to disagree well and have tough conversations and make this world a better place so we can all live well, uh, not just a certain percentage of people or not just people who believe in a particular way that we believe, but that we can work together and live well and make life better for people, you know, poor and, and people with money and all this. Like we can literally learn to like see humanity and bring humanity together in a more beautiful way and uh, really take care of the least of these as the Bible talked about. Anyhow, thanks a lot, folks. Um, have a great week. Sorry, I don't know why I got so emotional there. I do know why. It's my mom. I love her. And I probably misread some comment in it made me feel bad. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks a lot. Uh, I will see you next week and uh, have, a, have, a, have a good week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. 
To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website.